This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by Kava and BCB Group. It's Saturday, June 25th, 2022, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adam B. Levine here again with your weekend story. On today's show, we're taking a look at Ethereum's long-anticipated merge and how the so-called difficulty bomb might or might not matter. And just a reminder that Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Today's featured story is a news analysis piece from Coindesk's Sam Kessler and Sage D. Young. Today's feature is entitled Ethereum's Grey Glacier, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Difficulty Bomb. The crypto sector is rife with liquidations and layoffs, but Ethereum developers continue to chip away toward the merge, the blockchain network's upcoming shift to a new, more energy-efficient mechanism for issuing blocks and staying secure. Ironically enough, the doom and gloom in markets have coincided with an optimistic period in the development history of Ethereum. The network will soon shift away from its energy-intensive proof-of-work or POW consensus mechanism, whereby computers compete to issue blocks and earn rewards, and go to a more efficient proof-of-stake mechanism or POS, which randomly selects validators to add blocks to the blockchain if they stake some 32 ethers with the network. Ethereum had an encouraging merge dress rehearsal just a couple of weeks ago, when its Robstein test network successfully switched over to proof-of-stake. Testnets are networks that run in parallel with Ethereum and allow developers to experiment and test new applications without putting any real monetary value at risk, so you can think about it like a successful test run. Despite a few minor issues, the Ropstein merge was generally considered a major success, and over the next few months, a bunch of similar trials will take place on other Ethereum testnets. If those test runs go off without too much of a hitch, Ethereum should, at long last, be ready to embark on its official merge into a proof-of-stake network. Proof-of-stake has been on Ethereum's roadmap since it was launched in 2015, but the network's plan to switch from proof-of-work to proof-of-stake is an engineering endeavor without any real precedent. Ethereum maintains a market cap of some $140 billion, and a screw-up could mean financial catastrophe. With so much at stake, Ethereum's developers have taken pains to dot every I and cross every T in order to ensure the transition to proof-of-stake comes without any major hiccups. That caution, however warranted, has led to a series of setbacks for the project. The transition to proof-of-stake had been slated for as early as 2019, but every time the merge, originally called Ethereum 2.0, appeared to be around the corner, the timeline seemed to shuffle back a few more months. Ethereum's core developers will bristle at the suggestion that the merge has ever been delayed. Technically, it never had a concrete release date. But this is really just semantics. The merge timeline has, time and time again, extended past most people's expectations. The merge really does appear to finally be near this time around, but the road to proof-of-stake appears to be lengthening yet again this month, with the announcement that the so-called difficulty bomb will be delayed by a few months. As ETHUB explains, quote, Ethereum's difficulty bomb refers to a mechanism that, at a predefined block number, increases the difficulty level of puzzles in the proof-of-work mining algorithm, resulting in longer-than-normal block times and thus less ETH rewards for miners. This mechanism increases the difficulty exponentially over time, and eventually leads to what's referred to as the Ice Age. That is, the chain becomes so difficult to mine that it grinds to a halt and stops producing blocks, or freezes. The difficulty bomb has historically been used by Ethereum's developers as an artificial incentive for implementing the merge. Moving the difficulty bomb means issuing an update to the entire network, something that will need to happen anyway with the merge, but is a bit of a headache for developers if not completely necessary. As the bomb gets closer, the network will slow down until it eventually becomes unusable. On Ethereum's bi-weekly all-core devs call on June 10th, a developer noticed that the difficulty bomb, which isn't expected to completely freeze the network for another couple of months, 
has already begun to slow down block issuance enough to become noticeable. As a result, developers agreed to push the bomb back by some 700,000 blocks or roughly 100 days. This will give them a few more months to run tests and prepare for the merge, without the risk of slowing down the network for no real reason. But if the bomb can be pushed back at will, what's the point? Ben Edgington, product lead at Ethereum development firm Consensus, described the difficulty bomb as, quote, one of Ethereum's oddities. Continuing, in terms of acting as a forcing function for devs, I don't feel it really serves that purpose very well, Edgington argued. Continuing, having these bomb-only forks is an illustration. We're about to do the third one in Ethereum history. According to Edgington, that the bomb has been repeatedly pushed back without any update to proof of stake is evidence that it's not working as intended. In Edgington's view, Ethereum developers already have enough motivation to roll out the merge, quote, We're aware that there is a cost to not delivering. There's an environmental cost. There's an issuance cost. There's a not being on the most secure consensus protocol cost. You know, we believe proof of stake is better than proof of work in many ways. So there are real costs to not merging soon, Edgington said. gives you the ability to earn more by connecting the world's largest cryptocurrencies, ecosystems, and financial applications on DeFi's most trusted, scalable, and secure earning platform. Kava is an institutional-grade cross-chain engine built to scale on the largest decentralized proof-of-stake network. With loan APYs as low as 0% and reward APYs as high as 200%, Kava is the safest place for you to grow your digital portfolio. Mint stablecoins, lend, borrow, earn, and swap safely across the world's biggest crypto assets with Kava. To learn more, visit kava.io slash marketsdaily. BCB Group is the leading global provider of business accounts and trading services for the digital asset economy. With a dedicated focus on institutional payment services, BCB Group provides business banking, cryptocurrency, and foreign exchange market liquidity for crypto-engaged financial institutions. BCB business accounts offer multi-currency transaction banking solutions. With Blink Instant Settlements Network, you can move money instantly 24-7 with no transaction fees. Visit bcbgroup.com slash coindesk to find out more about how BCB is empowering the global financial revolution. But not everyone agrees that the bomb is pointless. Tim Biko, who leads the all-core developers call on behalf of the Ethereum Foundation, explained to Coindesk that the bomb is extremely useful for many reasons, beyond just being a forcing function for the merge. Quote, the first reason that it's useful is that it forces people to make an active decision about their participation on the network, Biko said. Each time the difficulty bomb gets pushed back, client teams, which build the software powering the Ethereum network, need to upgrade their code. The most recent difficulty bomb pushback will come with the so-called Grey Glacier network update, which is slated for June 29th and will require all client teams to update their software before June 27th. Whenever the network is upgraded, client teams must coordinate to update their software in unison. If the teams don't work together, they risk fragmenting or forking the network into two blockchains. In Biko's view, the active decision to update and push back the difficulty bomb is a good excuse for client teams because they'll eventually need to flex their update muscles again for more consequential changes, like the merge itself. The second reason for the difficulty bomb, and this is one I think is probably way underrated, is the idea that it makes it a bit harder to create a scam fork of Ethereum, Biko said. Two years or three years ago, there was like Bitcoin Diamond, Bitcoin Unlimited, Bitcoin Gold, all these forks of forks of forks. The reason in large part you don't see those on Ethereum is because they require not only a one-line change, like a lot of those Bitcoin forks do, but they also require people to run the updated software, end quote. Biko thinks the difficulty bomb can help prevent scam forks because it makes spinning up a new version of Ethereum a bit more complicated, 
unless the team behind an Ethereum fork has an engineer capable of altering Ethereum's code to remove the difficulty bomb, the fork will eventually grind to a halt once the bomb hits, rendering it useless. Moreover, Biko said, quote, Beyond doing the technical change, you need to convince people to download it, end quote. You can't just relaunch Ethereum, remove the difficulty bomb, and invite people over to your new network. Node operators, the people with computers that keep blockchains up and running, will also need to update their software in order to support an Ethereum fork. That means launching an Ethereum fork also requires building a community that believes in your project enough that they're willing to put a bit of extra work in order to upgrade their software. Quote, I think that's really healthy because it limits the amount of low effort forks, but if you do have a legitimate fork, which I think is very healthy for blockchains, it puts a minimal technical bar on what you need to do. End quote. Edgington and Biko both agree that the bomb's pushback won't have much of an impact on the actual merge timeline. Bomb or not, they say delays and coordination challenges just come with the business of building open source software across several different teams and time zones. Quote, In this distributed development community, there's a tendency for timelines to get elongated, to get prolonged, because often you move at the pace of the slowest and often decision making is kind of hard. So it's easy to kick stuff off for another week or another week and it all adds up over time, Edgington said. As long as we're mindful and we keep a sense of urgency that we need to get this done, then I think we're on a good track to deliver the merge pretty soon. End quote. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin recently predicted the merge might be ready in August. Edgington predicts it will happen before Ethereum's major development conference, DevCon, which takes place in October. Biko says something catastrophic would need to happen to prevent the merge from taking place before the end of this year. The Ropstein testnet merge was a good indicator that a real merge might finally be nearby. But the wait continues. And that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. This episode was edited by Adrian Blust, and we'll be back tomorrow with your weekend story. And just a reminder that Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice.